here's the thing. If my mom shows up to watch me run this marathon and I don't see her, I'm going to be upset. So I said to her word for word, I'm also going to make you a sign to hold because you're obviously going. She goes, I am? Question mark. I was like, you're not going to wa- I was like, uh, 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 uh. Mom, people Thanks, Mom. the New York City Marathon even if no one is running because it's an event. Like, and I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> hey everyone. Hi. Welcome to the Love Myself Podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Carly. We're super excited to have you this week. So life update, I'll start with running. Um, I'm doing okay uh, for this marathon training. I'm what, like three weeks in? Three yeah. weeks in? Um, I, one of the Saturdays we had a, I had to do, or was it Friday? I think, okay, so Friday night I did my first long run. So probably right after we recorded with Nicole. Um, yeah, and yeah. it was a long run, but it was one of the longest I've done in a while. So it was like, supposed to be I messed up my training and I thought I had to run nine miles but I actually only really had to run seven so I was already doing way more than I thought I was like than I was supposed to then my Fitbit like stopped at it stopped at 2.6 miles then it stopped then I restarted it and it stopped at 1.8 and then I restarted it again and it was fine for the rest of the run but why did, do you know why it stopped I have no does idea. that happen I just looked down and I saw the clock face and I was like that's weird and then I went in because sometimes at least with the timers on the Fitbit you can like go back to the clock face and then the timer just goes off so I thought maybe that mm-hmm. was it but it wasn't I went into exercise and run and it started a new run and I was like, are you kidding me? So I like, I, there was like always, I definitely missed a couple miles. Meanwhile, I'm doing way more than I'm supposed to. Also, I had a, a goo, uh, one of the gel gels that oh, I ate, nice. but worst flavor ever. I was like nauseous, going to throw up, never have the, what did you taste? I had the jet blackberry flavor. It was disgusting mm. because the gels I have right now are like they um my team at work got me them for my birthday like a while ago oh okay and so I've just been using those because I have them so I might as well use them yeah and they they got me all different flavors but this one (laughs) is terrible (laughs) okay good to know do you know the brand um it's like the popular brand it's the same brand that they have oh is it goo do you like or oh honey stinger hold on Uh, let me look it up really quick because I mean, I'm just curious because I want to make sure that I don't – It's not oh, hating it's the on the brand, one. but that flavor. The, the goo one. Goo. Gina. Oh, okay. And the, it's the purple one. Okay. Um, well, I'll say I had the goo chocolate and that's – The chocolate's like incredible. The chocolate's amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm going to stick to because it was yeah. – what is it? The chocolate smoothie one? Uh, I don't know what it's called. I had the – which one did I have? I had like a but chocolate – Did you have like a powder oh, or you had like the – I had the gel squeeze. little – yeah, the yeah. little squeeze thing. And it was – I had the s'mores flavor once, and that one was really mm. good. And then good. I had a strawberry banana one, which was okay. Like, it was – deal with – I have that it, one. I didn't try it yet. literally called Jed Blackberry, and it's purple. It's disgusting. Um, okay. It literally tastes like gel Robitussin. It's gross. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, okay. But so how was the run? How'd the you run do? Was okay. I was in a lot of pain, but not like specific what, what pain. What was painful? Like general, just 
my feet hurt, my knees hurt, mm-hmm. my ankles hurt. Like, yeah, it's just like you could. I could just tell my body was like this. This is not. It, you know when you get to a point in a run where you're just in so much pain and you know you're not running as fast as you think you are. Mm-hmm. That's where I was for like the solid second half. But I made it, mm-hmm. and I accidentally ran nine point four. Jeez. <laughs> and then I looked at my my like spreadsheet that I have and it said seven because the point was I was supposed to go seven nine seven and I just did because you know what I got mixed up with the first week because we went skiing and it just kind of threw me off so I thought I was in the week I was supposed to run nine like this week and so (laughs) I just I fixed it I'm gonna do eight or no I'm gonna do seven this week because I'm supposed to do seven and then it goes then I'm right back on track but it was a really like I, I felt good after I felt fine but I was just getting annoyed with my Fitbit. Like, that was just such a problem. And it hasn't happened again. I don't know. Maybe because it was, like, raining or something. I, I, I don't know. But it's so crazy because I'm only ever ran with a watch and stuff. And I just can't imagine what it was like. For so long, people ran without, yeah. like, knowing how far they were going. And I'm like, but how? It happened. Like- <laughs> it happened. I remember when I was first starting out, when I was – um, running to the park and back, like at home, um, where in our neighborhood, I would run to the park and run around it and back. And I remember I used to go on, like map my run on desktop and like figure out, oh, okay. I took a turn. But yeah, this one, um, it was just really, it was, it was a rough one, but I think obviously, Again, it's you just have to keep building on it. But yeah, I think it was actually good that you got it out of the way, you know? Yeah, that's for sure. And and also it was it's always nice when you think you ran nine, but you ran nine point mm. four. Like you know, it's it's always nice when you've done more. Yeah. And I think what was my, my mile time was nine thirty. Oh wow. That's really mm-hmm. good. Which isn't bad. Which isn't bad, yeah. So Tonight, um, because now I decided I'm going to go skiing this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so tonight I think I'm going to do like seven and just kind of move because they have a treadmill in Vermont. So I'm just going to try to do like a three because I can't do more than three miles, three or four miles on the yeah. treadmill or else my knees will actually snap in half. Um, but yeah, other than that, running's been decent. Um, oh, I did almost throw up on my run I don't know what's wrong with me but the good thing is I have um the running log that the one we actually just did we just put it on the website no we didn't put it up yet um but I guess this is a good time to let you guys know we do want to put um if you submit your email on our website there's a subscribe button if you subscribe we'll send you a google doc link um to our running plan is that what you're talking about yes yeah Yes. So um, let me just hype up this running plan really quick. I think, did you make it? Yeah. Um, my Well, my boyfriend did all the heavy lifting. I kind of had the image and he did all of the behind the scene spreadsheet stuff. Got um, it. So let me just explain. <laughs> it's really nice. So at the very top of it, you have like things that will total up. So your averages for calories per mile run up. Uh, average weekly runs like just it'll it'll help you like calculate a lot of things that maybe aren't like top of mind right now but as far as like if you want to know what your personal best 5k is and you're tracking like times and monthly mileage yeah it racks up the monthly mileage um so it has at the top january through december it'll tell you your monthly totals um it's your best mile time best 5k time best 10k time best half and is best marathon on there um, if it's not, I'll, I'll add yeah. that. 
No, it's not. It's half okay. marathon, but I mean. <laughs> uh, I'll add that on there for um, our overachievers. Also, you can put in an annual goal. So if you want to run 1,000 miles this year, I know we kind of talked about that in our episode where we rewrapped um, – 2019 uh it's been a year I think we called it I feel like that should just be my default goal because I totaled up what the marathon training running is and it's like 480 Mm -hmm. and if I'm doing that twice I'm like kind of already a shoe in for running it I might as well just like say I'm gonna do it and then that like one yeah I feel like there's no way I can't hit a thousand miles this year I think you got it that's a lot. <laughs> my poor feet. Um, but then it's cool. So, like on the, so on that first page still, you break down every single run. You you write down like the year, the week. Well, the week actually, of the so training. I'll say that all auto populates. All you have to put in is the date. <laughs> what do you mean? So when it'll make oh, sense when yeah, you guys yeah, look yeah. at the spreadsheet. But all you have to do is put in like you know January twentieth, twenty twenty, and then it auto populates the year. Um, the week yeah. and the day. Yeah. But I was more so just, I mean, I'm just letting you guys know it. it does a lot for itself. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's cool. <laughs> it's got the buckets and stuff, but it's per like for somebody who doesn't have it in front of them, right. you've got, you know, you're tracking your down to the like day. Um, there is a weight section, which I don't really use for, you don't really use anymore, but it's, I mean, if you're, you're also running for weight loss, it's really, um, helpful to have that there. And then you just put down your distance time and it calculates the pace, the speed. And then I fill in my heart rate and calories. Um, and then on a separate tab, you can um, build out your like the plan. So the log is like as you go, you're putting in your times, you're logging the miles once you've done them. But then you have your whole plan like laid out for you on the next sheet. And I, I so far I really love it. The thing I was gonna say was you have a comment section on there, and that's gonna really help me out because I'm gonna write everything that I've eaten now. That's smart because I'm starting to experience like a ton of like nausea. It's not cool, um, and it's random too. It feels random, but maybe it has to do with what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. But I, I know at least when I was training for the half marathon last year, um, I was throwing up on like all of my long runs, and I'm not. I don't mean like I was full-blown like vomiting I would like get really nauseous I would throw up a little bit and then I would keep running and then it would keep happening and happening and then it would go away so it was only really for like maybe 10 minutes out of every run and I know that's not good but I mean it's not gonna stop me from running it's not like my leg fell off like I'm (laughs) you know I'm fine so that then it stopped happening and it was fine and so far I haven't had that problem on long runs yet but yeah I mean I would also um, just even I mean, you can get, yeah, as detailed as you want, but just for you and anyone else that's experiencing anything like that, like, you should take a look at what you're eating the night before, what you're eating before, like, how much water you're having, like, I mean, there's so many things that it could be, but I feel like trying to narrow down, like, what the consistent factor is that's causing that. Yeah. Um, So that's why I'm trying, I'm, like, messing with my diet a little bit, and I'm, like, this comment section is really helpful, because, like, now I can sort of write down next to every single run what I had before I went out and you know hopefully I can figure out and get to the bottom of like what it is so um but yeah so far other than that though like running's been really good um last night I did I think there's only I only have two no I have like three or four like hill Mm. workouts in my um in my like running plan 
and I did the first one last night. And it was actually um, really, I liked it. Like I enjoyed it just because it broke up the run. So was it just like you, know? you ran like up one hill a bunch of times? Like how to? No, yeah. no. So I did it on a treadmill because I wanted to do like broken out intervals. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I was consistently running the four right. miles because I feel like it's the most realistic when it comes to because I don't have a trail yeah. out here. I live in Hoboken. I don't have a trail out here. Yeah, it's hard to find just like a, the perfect hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless I go, unless I like Uber to the Verrazano mm-hmm. Bridge, and tra- which I probably will I do. I want to come with you when you do that. <laughs> part of me wants to do it. Part of me wants to, to practice that. But part of me also wants to like have sheer but terror at the starting line. you could run across the Verrazano. Um, you, you probably could. There's always a pedestrian thing. I don't the know you if there is on the Verrazano. On the Brooklyn Bridge, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm so serious. I don't. I'm gonna look it up, but keep talking. I don't know. Well, let's let's find that out before we even attempt to do that. But I just think it's so funny. Um, like, could you, like I, I, I can't decide because I'm like, well, do I let myself experience it? you know, for the first time there and just practice other hills or like, do I go and uh, if I'm being smart, I would practice it beforehand because I'm able to. But um, so, so as far as what I, I did last night, I, I started out, I just did, you know, one mile, I think I was doing it at like 930 pace, like not like, I tried to keep it quick, because I knew I would slow down a lot on the hills, but I didn't like overexert myself. Um, and so I did that for the first mile. And then at the very end of the first mile, I did like a, it, I gave myself like three to four minute intervals. Cause I knew that towards the la- the end of them, I knew I would get really gassed really easily. So I said three to four minutes, not a solid four or a solid three. Um, so I put the incline on like level five. Again, I kind of just guessed, but level five is like a pretty ste- <laughs> steep yeah. incline. Um, and I ran for just, I just tried to do four minutes. So the first interval I did four minutes and I actually did it at like a 10, 20 pace, which was like pretty, like pretty mm-hmm. decent. Once I realized like later on how fast it was because the first one was fine. And then I rested for like the first one I was like, okay, I'm going to do like a rest, a half the amount of time of the, the interval. I was like, that sounds about right. I don't know. Cause I've done some things before. Um, like speed interval stuff not not hills and and it's that's kind of sort of sometimes been the rule of thumb but then towards the end I was like I need my heart rate to drop a little bit more before I (laughs) go back uphill again Um, so I did uh, four of those four sets of like three to four minutes on the five I think my last um, interval I did like 4.5 incline because I was literally running at an 11 40 11 minute 40 second pace like I I just it was so hard but I finished it and it felt really good and I liked it awesome it was fun it was a nice like change of yeah. pace I was on a treadmill yeah I think it's good, and to, the thing it's good how- to change it up and even I still try to do treadmill runs every once in a while just to like keep myself like know that I can still do it you know what I mean and have that as a backup especially yeah. in the winter it's so much nicer to like being able to really control your speed and I it helps me push myself so much more because if I'm out on the street I'm just running whatever I feel like running like but when I'm on the treadmill I'm like no no you're going faster yeah, than that yeah. like, especially <laughs> if I'm doing sprints or something I'm a lot better on the treadmill yeah yeah so I definitely recommend it and also if anybody like I have issues with my knees in the treadmill because like if I 
am trying to do every like short run on the treadmill every week, I can't like my knees will start to like, I don't feel like I'm going to break something in my knee. Um, but with the, with the elevation, I, I feel like that helps your joints a little bit because, and I, and I read it on the runner's world article I was reading in order to get an idea of what interval, um, I was going to do for the Hills because I think I, I learned actually that the longer intervals help you with like strengthening your aerobic exercise. Um, and that's kind of what I needed. Cause I don't, I mean the short sprints for the Hills, I think is supposed to help with like power mm-hmm. and speed. And I don't think for a marathon that's really necessarily, um, like what you should be working well, they say, on. Well, so you, I, they say you should have a well-rounded program and work on everything. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I think for me, for me, my, my goal right, for right. the Hills was to like, was to, to do better breathing and, and keeping my heart rate low as I'm going up a hill because that'll kill yeah. me for you know, everything else. So, um, yeah, I forget where I was going with all of that, but basically Hills rule and, oh, I was saying like, I, I read that like it, it, it does, you're moving, you're, you're working different, like small muscles mm-hmm. and tissue, um, and in your joints and stuff. And so sometimes it can actually be, uh, more beneficial for your joints. So that's why I think I'm able to do the Hills on a treadmill for that long, because I'm not, you know, slamming down and, and putting impact on my knee in that straight flat, like treadmill thing. Cause I think that's what my problem typically is. Right. So that's my life with the running. Did you have any like running updates since you did the update? Like literally. Two yeah, years ago? I do. Um, but I also just wanted to say you cannot run across the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. Actually, I'm reading this article and it says the Verrazano <laughs> Narrows Bridge only has lanes for cars and it's and it's a busy, <laughs> fast thoroughfare. This bridge is open to bikers, walkers, or cyclists only on special occasions such as a New York City Marathon and the Five Borough Bike Tour. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. Um, so we can – you can go across the Williamsburg, Manhattan, Brooklyn Bridge. We can't go across the Verrazano. So I guess on race day um, – it's just going to be what it is, which also, Carly, you did just sign up officially for the New York City Marathon. How do you feel? I did. And you're going to you're going to die laughing. So, yeah, I did. I'm very excited, very terrified. Um, also terrified of the fundraising goal. That's Yeah, we're running um, with uh, Team for Kids, which is like the official sponsor of the TCS New York City Marathon. But I mean, obviously, it's a great cause. Um and we're happy oh, no, to, you know, to run um, for our cause versus just for ourselves. So um, I'm excited. Yeah, but and nervous. that's when I, that one I feel very passionate about because had I not, had we not had, I mean, maybe not you because you found running a little bit later, but had I not had the like amazing track coach slash lacrosse coach in in high school, I in middle school, I literally never would have stuck with running. He was just the person that made me really enjoy it he was the one that made me go out when it was snowing mm-hmm. onto the track and run and and taught me how to like love it yeah. so if I never had that that I would have never I would not be this healthy I would not be this you know that I would never consider running a marathon like so I, I feel good yeah. and I think it's important you know. like I mean when we're running this marathon is just going to be insane and so many things that I've read and people said about running marathon, just running with a cause really gives you like that purpose. And if you truly believe in what you're running for, it, it'll get you through. Um, so I'm excited to, to have that, 
you know, behind me as well and, and be running for a purpose and, and, and that'll get us across the finish line. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. I literally texted my mom, you're going to die. My mom, wait, also my mom wants to listen to this podcast, but I don't think she like knows how, because she keeps saying she's going to listen to it. She's like, if it's okay, I want My mom tells me every week like, that I have to keep sending her a new link. <laughs> I'm like, mom, <laughs> what, I told you where to find it. She's like, send me the link. I can't oh, do it. <laughs> I, I literally I said to her I was like I'm I'm gonna make you a sign to hold because here's the thing if my mom shows up to watch me run this marathon and I don't see her I'm gonna be upset. I feel like it's hard and to probably problem, find people it is very hard to find people it's not like Philly where like they were easily were able yeah. to get to the front and you're making this turn I remember seeing them I was like this is they're right in front of me I don't know how I would miss them so I'm gonna make her like a neon pink sign <laughs> of my name in like the biggest letters you can see like Carly my mom and I already know what she's doing what is she doing when I, the thing is we already have props I know we do because for my whole year like growing up cheerleading you know the team moms and whatever I have so many posters mm-hmm. of my own face in my garage I don't know. Also, I don't know if you recall my undergrad college graduation, my whole family put my face on sticks. Yeah, there's photos of like everyone at my graduation party with my face over their own face. So I assume there will be a lot of my faces on sticks at the marathon. Yeah. My sorority did that for me for recruitment. I thought it was really strange, but I also really loved it. I was like, this is so good. So there's like so many selfies of like these random my well not not random to me but all the girls in my story which is like my face I'm like you guys are whatever it's fine but thank you though um but I said so I said to her word for word I'm also going to make you a sign to hold because you're obviously going she goes I am question mark I was like you're not gonna wa-. I was like uh, 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 uh. thanks mom <laughs> like if anything can I just meet like, you at the end sure? like <laughs> I was like I'll see like, you when you get home. Marathon, mom. People go to the New York City Marathon even if no one is running because yeah. it's an event. Like, and I'm like, and you're like, are you joking? Yeah. Um. But I do. She's going. <laughs> she's going. Um. But I know we got a little sidetracked. I just want to do my quick weekly update. Um. Oh yeah. Sure. Yesterday, I told you guys on our Instagram story. If you don't follow us, we're at Love Myself Podcast. I posted a story because I ran a run yesterday at work and it was just really cool. We have this trail by my work and I've been wanting to run it, but I just haven't felt. It's the best trail. Yeah, I just haven't felt like doing it because I have to do it in the middle of the Well, I don't have to do it in the middle of the day. I guess I could do it before or after work, but I did it in the middle of the day and then I just ran because we have a shower at work, but it was just so nice and peaceful and I love it. So That trail is my, that's like the one thing I miss the most about mm-hmm. Philly is that trail. It's It's called the Schuylkill River Trail. And it goes all the way from South Street in Philly. And they should be expanding beyond there because they're, it's been under construction for quite some time. Well, it goes like 30 goes miles all- west. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it goes. It literally goes straight out the city up through Manny on Conshohocken and then like just I think it out. goes to like Pottstown. Dude, it's, it's the, but it's so pretty and it's like, especially the part where I lived near like the art museum Mm -hmm. and um, that whole area. I loved running that trail all the time. It was my favorite thing ever. Like I never got tired of it, but I know now I'm like, 
sad. There's probably you just need to find the right. Like, there's probably so many places you can go. They might not be right by you, but there's plenty of places. I mean, I am find. just, I am just downplaying the fact that like my new trail is just like New York City skyline. True that. <laughs> I, I, it's look, it, it's 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 nice and comparable and different in a in a diff. It's like nice in a different way, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know? whatever. So um, yeah, some other things we did this. Well, yeah, that we did this week. We finally got our website up so you guys can check that out it's just lovemyselfpodcast.com we're now on twitter at lovemyselfpod because lovemyselfpodcast really is too YouTube, long you know what i love it. i like twitter really just i feel like it might be a conflict of interest but i kind of want to share some bachelor memes on monday nights maybe you know <laughs> maybe people <laughs> well, also like I'll twitter, go twitter. I'll go on and say my piece. That's like my, <laughs> that's time. the only time I really go on Twitter is like Monday nights. Me too. Me too. Or if like something, something in the news happened and it crosses like my Instagram or whatever and I need more information and it just happened, I'm like, oh, let's go to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. We're going to Twitter for our news. I know. Like, well, you know, that's the first place it is. Like, just going to say it. But, no, seriously, people like there's a hashtag. And yeah, and I, it, yeah, like, and I, I just got a notification today for I don't I get random notifications from Twitter. I'm not even like I'm not on Twitter that often. It's like I don't even have it as like a you know it's like in a folder on my phone. Yeah. it's not even like a main icon. But anyway, I got a thing today that Demi Lovato <laughs> is singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. I'm like that's the kind of news I like. Ooh. Yeah, so yeah. You're so cute. Um, But, oh, I had one more housekeeping item, I guess. We also made a Facebook page, so you can like our Facebook page. Um, Also, just going to throw this in because we haven't really asked, but feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on um, iTunes. That would be so cool. Oh, my God, yeah. I feel like that's, like, podcast starter pack. I know. I don't know why we haven't been asking, but rate, review, subscribe. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like saying that in my sleep. Wait, wait, I know. Fine. Yeah, I'll shut up about um, it if you guys do it. Um, and then oh, one last thing. It's not really a weekly update yet because I didn't do it. But on Saturday, I have to run 11 miles, and we're supposed to have a snowstorm. So we're supposed to have a snowstorm. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Well, now I'm, now I'm going to Vermont, so I'm running tonight. Maybe you should run during the nighttime. I don't really like running in the dark, and to fit 11 miles either. in around our house, like. There's Dude, not even the sidewalks. in the dark is, is so sad and so There's no sidewalks by my house. Oh. Uh, so uh, well, why I'm don't not you, doing 11 laps around the park. <laughs> it wouldn't be 11. It would be like nine. No, it wouldn't. It's actually a little more than a mile. Trust me. I've ran that loop so many times. Yeah, that's insane. So it's like Those 13. So it's going to be like 15 laps. No, no, no. no. It takes a – no, no, no. It's more – sorry. I said it wrong. It's a little less than a mile, a loop. Oh, I thought it was like a little bit no. more. I mean, maybe oh. if you run all the way to the front of the park. Also, one more thing, because you're forgetting my life update. Uh, even though we were together, I'm not going to repeat all the fun stuff you were talking about. The longest sure, life update. About what we did. Okay, I have a long life. Um, <laughs> I went to see The Lion King oh, on right. Saturday, and it was fire. I cried through like mostly all of it, and I found out like that I'm just like my mom. Like I just cry through beautiful things now. Um, because it was just so nice. Like it was, uh, honestly, my favorite part, and like, sounds like it's a consensus, is the giraffes. Because the, (laughs) if you've never seen The Lion King on Broadway, all the animals are like people in puppet costumes. 
And I, I just never really occurred to me that that was going to be. You thought they were lions? Like the hyenas. Like the hyenas. You thought they had real giraffes are... on stage? No, I'm just no. Kidding. I just didn't think... <laughs> I'm just saying, I just didn't consider how they were going to do it. I was like, oh. Oh. So the giraffes are like people on all fours, but they're on like all fours, like in stilts. Like, how do they get up there? And then it looks like such a real giraffe. It was so nice. So, yeah, I highly recommend it, even though, like, everyone recommends it. And, like, if you're in uh, Midtown near Broadway, like, there's signs everywhere where it says, like, Lion King, greatest musical ever. So (laughs) you don't need my recommendation. I'm not even going to, like, try to give you a review. Just know that I cried the whole time because I cry about things. Yeah, (laughs) It was really great. Okay, well, that's a good rec if anyone's into the, the musicals. Yeah, you know, um... Who knows how long it'll be on Broadway. When I just said musical, so. I thought of High School Musical. <laughs> like, What's the name of the teacher? It's Miss Darvish. Yeah, Miss Darvish. Come on. Okay, anyway, so um, that was a really long update, but we're going to get into the topic right now. Uh, unless you did you have anything else? No, I think 30 minutes. <laughs> Good, okay. Um, so, yeah, today we want to talk about body image, body positivity. Um, the most controversial. Yeah. Uh, yeah pretty much um and so i know this is something that a lot of people have opinions on um so we kind of wanted to share our experience kind of how we've worked through it and how we continue to work through it so i want to start off i'll give you guys a quick definition because that's how I like to start things. So um, the National Eating Disorders Collaboration uh, defines body image as the perception that a person has of their physical self and the thoughts and feelings that result from that perception. So I just want to break that down real quick. So body image, it's not only how you see your body, but it's how you feel, think, and behave as a result of that. Um, Mm -hmm. So... Which is interesting because that means it's not a plain and simple, I look in the mirror and I see what I see yeah. and that's, that it is what it is. It's, it's so much more than yeah. that. Yeah. And what I think is the most important piece personally is like how you behave as a result of it because the, yeah. the way that you behave can be very helpful or detrimental to your physical and mental self. So I want to start out by just talking about my experience. I know mm-hmm. we've gone over our fitness journeys in our first episode. Um, so I know I told you guys that I lost 60 pounds about a year and a half ago. So I did spend most of my life being overweight. Um, and I mean, I was bullied a lot as a kid as I mean, a lot of us are, I had a gap tooth um, right in my front teeth. So I mean, I and your personality was and, you know, this is going to uh, – hopefully this doesn't come out the wrong way, but you – I feel like um, you had a big personality and a big presence, and I think people felt – I don't think they realized it at the time. We were kids. But I think people felt either threatened by that mm-hmm. or annoyed by that or whatever they felt, and they always took it out on how you looked. Yeah. Uh, that would not – yeah. I, yes. Which is – Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I got it all. I was SpongeBob, Michael Strahan um, – Michael Strahan was a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't even know who Michael Strahan was when people first told me. (laughs) 
Yeah, I didn't even either. I was like, why are we calling her that? This is I'm like, okay, call me Michael. <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's another thing. In the fifth grade, I cut my hair. I gave it to Locks of Love right before our fifth, the day of our fifth grade dance. Cut my hair, chopped it off. People told me I looked like a boy. Oh, my God, I remember. Um, I actually wore a wig. A girl ripped it off twice that night. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so – no, no, no. This is – okay. You – so – I don't know if you were like feeling insecure about your hair, but you had those cheer Yeah, because I cried hysterically when I cut my hair off and begged to get extensions and my mom wouldn't let me. Yeah. So our cheer curls. I could barely even get my hair in a ponytail in order to put the ponytail curls in my hair. It was so short. I literally, I remember there was this kid, his name was Jordan. Um, Um, And, and, well, so I, whatever. Anyway. And he had longer hair than me. And he made fun of me. Guess what? He shouldn't have had longer hair than you. He's an asshole for All not right, doing whatever, it. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so like we laugh about this, but like that was really yeah. Sad. No, it was absolutely <laughs> emotional, and like I will tell you that because I was bullied so much as a kid, it really affected my self worth. And I think that's like another word I'll probably say a lot because I think a lot of people's body image goes into their self worth when I. Like it, it really needs to just be like a totally separate thing. Um, your self worth is, is has nothing to do with your physical appearance <laughs> I, yeah, ever. I, um, I completely, completely agree with that. Unless and you're like a bikini bod model, and even then, like you still could be awesome if you're a bad model. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> it, you know what it is, and I think I think it's so relevant right now because now we're seeing at least like the very start or the emergence of you know plus size models mm-hmm. or whatever they're you know um I I'm the, my mind goes immediately to like Lizzo and like mm-hmm. Ashley Graham just like girls that are a different body type finally being like some of the most famous people right. in the world and like then the argument is like well they're not healthy why are they promoting being unhealthy but like it's their fucking body like it's their body like it and 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 not for nothing even if you're not working towards your health goals, first of all, that's your own personal problem. And, but that doesn't mean that these people can't do the same things that like a skinnier version of them could, could do just fine. And we wouldn't say anything about it. Yeah. You know? it's like, And that's something I, I mean, all of what you're saying is something I, I reflected on as we were talking about this episode, you know, I've, I looked at, you know, things have changed good and bad, I think since we grew up. I mean, obviously yeah. Like you just mentioned, Lizzo, Rihanna's lingerie line, even um, Aerie, yeah. everything that they do, Ashley Graham, like they are definitely changing the game. Um, you know, I think growing mm-hmm. up in magazines, we saw only advertisements of sexualized like women off. who were super skinny and edited and like we're, we are moving past that. I think it's slow, but we're getting there. Um, but the mm-hmm. other thing that kind of emerged as we grew up and is like you know one of the biggest topics along with this is social media and how that's affecting people like looking for likes looking for comments and I mean I know when this started when we were younger I I got into a really big thing in middle school I got our principal involved because I was being bullied on MySpace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not even like truth box yeah. bullying. Like people were straight up, like I knew who they were. <laughs> and they were just yeah. like, you no, know I what remember, I mean? I and I, 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 I remember that this kid was so pissed at me because I printed the comments, bought it to the principal, which like whatever, I was a snitch, blah, blah, blah. I was being bullied. I didn't know what else to do. But also like that was you, you needed to, you felt powerless. And your way of feeling powerful in that moment to take that back was to, 
tell, like say yeah. something, bring it to somebody who could do something about it because clearly you couldn't do yeah, anything. Well, the about principal it. made us both delete our MySpaces, and that just made him hate me more. But anyway, <laughs> but so I do like even that. As much as it's changed in a short time, I mean, I know Instagram like last year was putting out trying like not having likes now on videos. I think mm-hmm. it just has views versus the likes. Yeah. Um, but also, I think. But with social media, I I think there's just been an emergence of sometimes an even worse situation. Like, I think it's sort of made it worse in a way where I just think immediately of, and I've talked to you about this before, so you'll probably, like, laugh, but nothing makes me more angry than women who have very clearly paid thousands of dollars to get new hips, <laughs> to pay- pounds off their stomach to look absolutely cartoonish impossibly like thin in their waist but not in their well that's what people have to realize though when when you're looking at someone on social media like know that they're using facetune or whatever that they probably got lip injections butt injections botox and (laughs) it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't matter though because there's some 13 year old girl that has no idea and is well, going to die. Listen to me. <laughs> no, well, that's why, that's why I'm saying this is like so yeah, important. Is. This is why I like, because I remember I, this is like so weird, but I'm saying it. Here we are on Tumblr. I used to, I followed like the um, blogs that gave you tips about how to be anorexic. Yeah. That was a big thing on Tumblr. There was a lot of, I mean, probably a lot of other social media, but like the pro, pro yeah. Yep. Pro Anna. Yeah. And, but I was 13 and I was like, well, how else am I going to look like Demi Lovato, who was having an eating disorder as I was looking right. up to her, right? So it's like there's there's girls that are the age that we were at, like looking at Khloe Kardashian and saying, well, I need that tea then. And they <laughs> that waist it and trainer and what like. <laughs> and the waist trainer is a waste of money, yeah. literally. And it it's it kills me because like, to make an extra couple thousand thousands of dollars and you're going to just like it and it and that thing too is now it'll forever play into the self-worth of this like young girl and it's not something you grow up and you just forget yeah. you know the more you see it the worse the, the the more it becomes embedded in like you can't put on clothes in the morning without thinking about how you don't look like that it's horrible so it's just, I'm like getting annoyed (laughs) I get get so pissed off about this topic because it's like and this is like probably one of my favorite things to talk about because because it's something that I feel like I've been it's been at least a factor in my in my mind for years because I am hard on myself and I know with the amount of working out that I do which honestly I would say 90% 90% at this point of the reason I work out is to literally stay sane and like happy and healthy and just like it doesn't really have to do with body image but when I don't feel happy with the way I look I'm like well what am I doing like what like what am I doing wrong like how am I not thin? like you mm-hmm. know and it, it's hard to come to terms with and I think one of the things that is also really difficult being like a young woman is like when you go from high school to college and you like obviously gain weight from your lifestyle but also you just gain weight because like you get childbearing hips (laughs) whoa 
comparison not only to other people but like to yourself is just like absolutely horrible well i think everyone has a story of like the first time you stopped fitting in your jeans right. you were in for years and you're like you have a complete meltdown yeah but, but because you have to, like and it is hard but that's what I was trying to say is like comparing yourself to your past self when you were 13 when you didn't have boobs when like you didn't have your period like and then even like post a lot of people postpartum feel a lot differently because yeah once you push a child out of yourself you know things are gonna be a lot different you know like they say when you're pregnant your abs separate and whatever and like it's hard to you know get that back and like you have to just appreciate your body for what it does and I think that's important whether you've had a baby or not or you're a man or woman like people are so critical of their bodies but like you wake up every day and like your body gets you to walk and to work and to hug your friends Mm -hmm. and to do sports and to do all these things and like I just want to say when you're feeling down I think it's it's a good practice to just like literally say everything else that your body could do and like how amazing that is and even when we first when I first started running like I used to be like I can't believe like I'm like it's I'm three miles in and I'm still going like my legs are moving like how is that how is Mm -hmm. that happening that's insane or like I mean and so just thinking about the times when you're feeling down like when you moved from benching you know 15 pound dumbbells to 20 like that you know your body does such cool things and like to realize that is like so important yeah and I think that it's just a matter yeah I think it's just a matter of like focusing your attention on not necessarily like what you look like in your jeans today but maybe what it is you're capable of Mm -hmm. is just so two different conversations to have in your head with yourself yeah and I think that even goes for people who have a long way to go even if I mean short or long way if it's to lose weight if you want to gain muscle like be excited about the change like you're you're you want to do this change so instead of focusing all your energy on like hating yourself and like talking all that negative self-talk like be like okay I'm gonna make a plan so you know I'm not happy about this then you know I'm gonna do this to do the best that I can you know like there you know I'm never gonna have probably the most flexed arms I'm just gonna have to deal with like arms or arms and their skin and whatever you know and Mm -hmm. and you need a little bit of fat on your body and like but I'm gonna maybe do my best to to strengthen it and you know, mm-hmm. and so just I'm just saying, like, put that energy into like making actionable steps to maybe do better toward that goal. But like, also the mm-hmm. most important thing is, and I said it before, like separating, treating your body with respect, but not associating that with with your self worth. Like, just and also like again, <laughs> I think I think I like to think about a lot. I read. Um, I love. I like love Diane von Furstenberg. She, I don't know if anybody, I mean, you know who she is probably just because of me, but she's like a huge fashion designer. She's just an awesome human being. And I think it was in her book where I read like, you need to like talk to yourself in your head like you're your best friend, mm, you know? And I, that's a that's good one. Kind of like, what's hard for me is if I would never like say the things I say about myself in my head, I've never say that to you or like to our friends. Like, why do I treat myself so different than how I would treat you, mm-hmm. you know? And I would always say, like, to all of you guys, like, you don't, like, because I just don't think, I think there's a, there, there, for some people, they see themselves so differently than they see everybody else. And it's can be really, really hard. But I think 
you kind of have to change your thoughts before you fully believe them. I agree with and that that's too. Really difficult. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I just remember something you said to me once too. You were like, I, you, this was when you were at the probably, well, I don't know about the most overweight you were, but when you were, you know, before you lost all your weight, you said you were like, I, I don't, like, I like myself. Like, I like how I look. I just, I just wish everybody else did. And so that just goes to show that, like, it doesn't really matter, like, what anybody else honestly thinks. But for some people, like, the problem is just themselves. Yeah, I mean, with that, and I still, like, I definitely did feel that way. I didn't, I didn't hate myself so much. But my problem was I put so much of my self-worth into other people's opinions of me. And I like I needed so much validation from other people. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. feel that way and re- like not just about their body, but in relationships, like and feeling loved and whatever. Like you just you need to find it within yourself first. Like that's why people say you have to love yourself say, before I you date like- someone like you have to even I would even say like before losing weight, before trying to like gain, like you have to love your body first because losing, losing 60 pounds didn't make me feel better about my body. No, like it, it did it. That's the thing. And I, that's the thing I always say to people too, is like, you didn't, you were saying forever, like, oh, my life will be better when I'm skinny. I'll be happy when I'm skinny. Nope. Like uh, once I, once I lose all this weight, like then I'll finally be like hot and cool. And like, everyone will love me. And like, I'll be so skinny. Like, and I mean, in the back of my head, I was always like, well, for me, I just, you know, I know you and I knew that if, okay, if that was going to make you happy and like, I knew that people would stop, you know, being so mean about how they would talk about you. I was like, all right, like, great. But that was never the reason you ever lost the weight though. At the at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, and all, the other thing too, you used to say was, oh, I'll get a boyfriend when I'm skinny, <laughs> but like you got the boyfriend first. Yeah. Like, and I, I want to say that too, because yeah, for so like I, my boyfriend that I have now was my first real relationship ever. Like I never re- had a real relationship other than that. And I, so duh, I mean, I didn't have my first relationship until I was 23. Of course I thought that nobody was dating me because I was fat. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's just, but the yeah. thing is like, I became so grateful for it. I just want to like speak to anyone who's been in my position. Like one, um, from a relationship standpoint, like being able to be objective and like see my friends go through hardships and like actually learn from them was a benefit. So don't feel bad. Um, and the second thing was I did find a boyfriend when at my heaviest weight, my absolute heaviest weight. Um, I only have lost weight since I've been with my boyfriend and the feeling of knowing that someone loved me then. Um, I think if I would have had a boyfriend after I lost all the weight, it's, it'd be something I question. And, you know, that's not to say the person wouldn't be genuine and wouldn't love me, but I know yeah. that my boyfriend loved me at 210 pounds that was my heaviest weight and like that just means a lot and like the yeah but that that's such like and it's so stupid like that we even have to have this freaking conversation of like I didn't think I could get a boyfriend because I was but that's that's how I felt and I bet there's a lot of people that feel that way too and it's just like I said, it's totally separate and like I just want to emphasize I, I know I just said it but like yeah myself worth and my self-confidence didn't change really based on losing weight like that I like Mm -hmm. I do I'm definitely a more confident person now but for so many other reasons like everything that happened with me finding running and whatever but that's not because there's anything anywhere there's any law there's anything that says like because you're fat you're not attractive it's because that's what we've been told our whole lives and that's why it's so like 
that's why even though like I mean I don't think it's problematic all that much but even though you know now there's this whole argument of like Lizzo's you know stop paying attention stop glorifying her being fat like she's she's unhealthy like even though that is even a factor now people like need to see it like need her and like she knows she keeps she keeps saying like fuck you guys well the thing is to those people like it's the same thing i'm saying they're two separate issues like yeah i think if she has health issues you know you should address them for different reasons but not because you shouldn't like not because you can't love your body like you know what i mean like it's different different things that you're arguing so and that's the other thing like that's her that's her personal like but that doesn't mean you can't put her on the number one at the billboard hot 100 because she's overweight. yeah and also just like (laughs) yeah the people care way too much about somebody else like if i if somebody is proud of themselves why are you putting them down like why are you saying they shouldn't be proud of themselves like who are you to say that like your like your opinion very clearly does not matter to her but i think the other part of it too that sort of can be a little bit of like I I don't know, at least this, I think so hard and so deeply about this stuff and like this concept and, and like, obviously I watched Lizzo and I watched this whole thing happening, but then you have somebody, I think, I think of like Adele and now she's lost like a hundred pounds and it's amazing. And I want to celebrate that, but I, it, it still sort of carries that whole narrative of like, well, now that she's, I mean, she obviously has all the fame and, and like, she's so successful and has such a beautiful voice and like she's gotten to where she is now without having to lose that weight but you know she she has and and maybe she feels healthier and happier now and that's her but she was incredible then and incredible now exactly exactly and I think like it's just so important to like for people like like younger Brooke girls that are in the same position you were in five years ago to like see that because you you think that about yourself like you like, girls who grow up and want to be a singer and want to be an actress are like, well, who's going to put me on the stage when I look like this? Well, that's why I love the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. see you. Well, <laughs> exactly. But it does. It hinders people's ability to, like, feel confident about every other aspect of their life. Yeah. And so, we like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, as women, we're also, t- like, at least – not taught but I mean I guess taught but just through the media and magazines that like to celebrate like the hottest version of yourself or like you like you're nothing if you're not beautiful and skinny and like perfect and that's like really stupid (laughs) but you believe it well I have a bunch of tips that I kind of want to go over for when people are feeling down about themselves Um, so I'm just kind of going to get into that. Um, the first thing I just want to say is the most important thing, and this is something I actually learned like in therapy for my anxiety. And I think it's true anytime Mm -hmm. you have really any negative feelings, but the most important thing is to divert your attention, like distract yourself with something. And like, that's, I think the best thing. So if you start, mm-hmm. find yourself on a trail, like looking in the mirror, just staring at yourself, like legit walk away from the mirror. Like th- that's like the easiest thing is just do something else. Like mm-hmm. legit do something else. Call someone on the phone. Like if like, so, cause mm-hmm. then you're talking about something else. You're not talking about that anymore. Um, so that's like one thing, but also I'm going to give a lot of tips and I feel like there are things maybe you've heard before, but if you 
appreciate them for what they are. I think they could be really helpful. Um, so I said this previous on a different episode about I think when we were talking about like getting over the holiday struggles of eating and everything, like accepting the mm-hmm. bad days and doing something to make yourself feel good. So if you feel fat today, go to the gym, <laughs> drink a lot of water, um, get yeah. a salad. Like those are or, things that like, can help honestly, you immediately, I feel. Sometimes like if for me, like if I'm not feeling like if it's like a weekend and I'm like, I put my jeans on and I'm like mad about how I feel in them. I just get back on the couch and like let myself just be like, what I am no I do but it's I mean I don't think it hinders me from like doing much but there's some days where I'm just like all right we're just gonna order a pizza (laughs) I guess that's that's one way to do it um you can just lean into it but that's kind of no that's so that's actually like the worst thing you can do because like when you feel bad that's like the cycle you feel bad about about being fat or gaining weight and then you use food as comfort you gain more weight then you feel worse and then you're like, fuck me, I'm stupid. And, like, yeah, it's just a constant really cycle. So, like, I'm going to say, yeah, don't follow Carly's advice. Yeah, don't follow I mean, like, my advice. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with the self-care and the treat yourself. But, like, don't be like, I'm fat. I'm going to have to be, like, like, might as well just gain 100 pounds. Like, no. <laughs> Bad. It's not right. Um, so, yeah, just do something to make yourself feel good. Like, whether it's, like, so whatever, your jeans were tight, go buy a new outfit. Like go to put on put yeah, on clothes yeah. that make you feel good. Don't wear those jeans, okay. right? You know, put on something else that's gonna make you feel good. Put on a sparkly top. Put on like go get your nails done. Whatever. If it's just go for a walk, get yourself, you know, get a coffee, get yoga, or go to yoga, get. Tea. I like to go for a walk. Too. I think going for a walk is like my key to anytime. Yeah, like I said, any negative feelings, I go for a walk. If I'm at work and I'm stressed, I'm like mm, ten minute walk. <laughs> like, like I like it's the key to everything. Also, like if you can get yourself outside, just like vitamin yeah. C, it's seriously, it does things for you. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll say that. Also, I mean this is something that maybe everyone wants to do you don't have to maybe write it down in a journal but just kind of think when you have a negative thought like what what made you feel this way did someone say something to you did you see a post that made you feel bad like you know what's Mm -hmm. what's the reason like and then think about is what I'm thinking unreasonable is it unrealistic is it unhelpful and if it is then yeah toss it like and that's but I think mm -hmm. you can't if you can't identify it then maybe you need to like talk to somebody yeah I would agree with that but I think if you there's a lot of there's a lot of or at least I think in my experience like I don't always think it really it sometimes it doesn't come from anywhere like sometimes it's like I go into a dressing room at a store and I picked out the four in jeans because I'm a four Mm -hmm. and then their four is actually like a double zero and I can't fit and I start screaming and crying about it and then I have to and then I'm like all mad because I have to go get the 11 and it's just stupid and then there's other times where I just like look at myself I'm like why do I look like this today and you can't really like pinpoint Mm. it and like it's not you don't actually look terrible like you really don't look any different but you just have these like horrible thoughts and feelings about yourself I feel like if that's something that's like happening all the time and there's no like external thing then maybe it's time you talk to somebody so they could help you maybe with something more personal to you that you're yeah I mean there definitely are real issues especially I mean body dysmorphia is a real thing people I do think you need help you know to get yourself through that yeah I mean obviously people who have you know any sort of eating disorder binge eating disorder anorexia bulimia they come in a lot of different forms that maybe don't even have a name 
Yeah, but that may be a sign that it's something more serious. Yeah, even like overtraining <laughs> is like yeah. something that's often seen as, you know, it's definitely unhealthy and I would recommend, yeah, finding someone to talk to. But um, I actually, when you mentioned um, going into a dressing room, I when we were thinking about this episode, I thought of this memory and I, I'm glad that I just remembered it now. It was, mm-hmm. I was at limited two. Okay. <laughs> Trying on bathing okay. suits. So I must have been in the fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And this is, again, one of those moments for me where I kind of knew I was fat as a kid. And so I remember, I, I, I really never forget, I was at the the outlet mall in Paramus, or not Paramus, where is it? Um, Garden State Yes, Plaza. yes, that's it. It's in Paramus, oh. yeah. No, what's the other one? In but Newark? There is a Paramus Mall in No, Paramus, I know, but I'm so. thinking there's of, a- there's Garden State something, there's Jersey. Jersey Garden? Yeah. That's the one in, in Newark. Yeah. Or so. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Nobody cares. That's the one in Rutherford, I think. Um, whatever. I went to an outlet mall with my mom, and I remember my Aunt Dawn was there, my mom's sister, and my co- one of my cousins, and whatever. So I'm in the dressing room, and I start crying because I, like, tried on bikinis, I think, and I, like, just knew I looked fat. Like, I knew it. Or they didn't – or the size my mom gave me didn't fit. Whatever it was, I started crying in the dressing room. And my mom was like, what's going on? So my, I, like, let my mom come into the dressing room. And I'll never forget it was – this was the most embarrassing day of my life because really I'm feeling insecure about being fat. And, like, I'm a kid. I don't even know how to tell you that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And she goes, are you getting hair down there? <laughs> oh, I've never been more mortified. I, I, I hadn't even been getting that yet. Like, I, I don't even <laughs> – like if you if you remember being a kid and your mom trying to have like awkward conversations with you like it is the worst like it is the worst like I think I was like I think I'm that like I almost like I wanted to throw that out there instead of talking about that I could be growing hair down there she said (laughs) so yeah I would never like come oh my god so so embarrassing and oh my god she's gonna literally cry laughing when she hears that um (laughs) I just have picture your mom too. She's so cute. Oh. She's just like, well, what's wrong? Oh like, God. oh my God, yes, yeah, so embarrassing. Like, I'll legit never forget that. Um, but kind of moving back, I also wanted to say when you know I said what made you have that negative thought. If if it's because like if you're following people on Instagram that are triggering yeah, you, it. unfollow or or hide them, whatever. Yeah. I can't tell you and how many so people. No, it's not. Uh, once I made the decision, it it, I think it's hard to start. Once I started unfollowing yeah, no, people and unfriending people, oh my god, I do it like nothing. I'm like, oh, I don't like that political post. Unfriend. Like I legit, like I don't say anything. I don't care. Or if I just see any post that I'm like, mm, that person looks too, like that post made me feel weird. Like I see posts of skinny people and I'm like, mm, that stomach looks nice. Like you know, whatever. Like I see, it. I I don't follow it. I do not like. You can look through yeah, my Instagram follows. Like I I deleted all that because I know I know that it affects me. Like you can't pretend like it doesn't. But I also for some people though, like a lot of the because a lot of there's a lot of people on Instagram who like are posting photos of themselves in bikinis, but they're also like fitness people i don't care if it's sure but the thing is you know like, if it's bad for you you I'm know saying, if it is or not i'm saying i'm being devil's advocate i'm saying for the people out there that like the reason behind the following is because they want an inspiration to to look that way eventually like that's some people like follow that because they want a reminder of like well you should run if you want to look like this or something yeah like that, i mean i know? guess and, it's motivation for some people but i would just recommend i know i know in one of our first episodes we recommended people like i know you said 
there's a lot of people on Instagram who post those videos, but then will also be like, this is what I look today after I ate. You know what I mean? And like that, I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate realness of those Instagrams, the ones that are fake and editing their body and, you know. Then telling you to buy their workout yeah, plan, yeah. like you're following no. for it. <laughs> yeah. Unfollow those people. Yeah. I'm not mad to say unfollow yeah. them. Unfollow somebody who's better yeah. motivating you. Um yeah. So there's that. Just legit unfollow those people. If you have friends that are negative, cut that. Cut that. Or don't talk to them about yeah. those issues. Like I know – I mean I know we've had this conversation in the past. Like I know we've both talked about our you know own body issues on this podcast. And like there have been times where I know I told you I, I didn't want you to talk to me about your body image issues. And well, yeah, you used to say to me and like, I'll never forget that again. Like, sorry. I mean, I know that's like me being and like people might come at me for like being a bad friend. And like, I think I've come a different way now. But like those things were triggering to me when I heard them from a skinny person. The point was the point was you you've only ever said it to me once. And I never and that was the thing is I never, ever, ever considered that when, you know, we're like. 14 years old I'm in my room and like I'm talking about oh I feel so like fat in these jeans or whatever I I didn't know that you were sitting there like yeah fuck you Carly like you're you're literally a size four because then you know I've I've had friends then past that who were way skinnier than me and it made me feel terrible when they were like oh my god I'm gaining weight uh, and they're like a, a zero in jeans and I was like are you yeah. joking but I I just never because also you never said anything about it so I never thought yeah I mean I think that's something that, that also comes with age like now I realize that it doesn't yeah. matter if you're 100 pounds or zero like that doesn't mean you don't have your own issues and insecurities and like yeah. so that was that's part of like why you shouldn't compare yourself to other people but because nice. you, you said that you you were just like hey like by the way like when you talk about how much you hate yourself like it really makes me think about like myself and I was like oh my god like yeah you're right like I'm I'm an asshole but no you're not but but I think I mean I just want to encourage people like if there are people like that like I I mean Carly's my best friend and like I said it in a like in a different way I guess than maybe some people would but like if that's an issue you're having with a friend like I think the best thing to do is to tell them like (laughs) that is making you feel that way instead of suffering through it I mean like also like try to understand where they're coming from like like I said everyone has their issues but the way you addressed it was perfect was that you didn't come at me you didn't actually get angry with me you just let me know like hey this is how I feel when you say that so not only to like help yourself and stop saying that you're crazy person (laughs) but also like I I, it makes me feel like shit too so like you know, you don't realize how much it, that affects other people. But thanks for being a good friend. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks to you, too. Um, we're so good at this. <laughs> I know we're going a little long, but I do have some more tips. And I think this is so important. So just listen up. Uh, buckle in. Um, so, so the other thing, um, this is something that I did. Um, I don't really know if other people relate to it, but like, I feel like it's an old school thing, but to make a vision board, whatever. Um, I did this when I was losing weight. I, I went on Pinterest. There was like a bunch of cool stuff, like losing weight motivation stuff. I mean, I know a lot of people like give themselves goals or whatever, like every 10 pounds or something. But what I did, I had this cool visual where I had like a bunch of clothing pins on like a string, like Mm -hmm. on my vision board. I like legit made a vision board with pictures. I printed out and whatever. It was just in my apartment. No one else saw it. Um, but so when I would lose a pound, I moved one clothing pin from like one line to another. So like I could visualize oh, cool. 
like that. I mean, that doesn't work if you're only lo- losing a look five pounds or whatever. But like, I'm just saying that was something that worked for me. I think like just making your own vision board in general is like good, even if it's just on your computer, if it's your background, like on your laptop. Mm-hmm. I think that it's just I don't know. I just people people do it for a reason. If that's not your thing, that's not your thing. Um, another thing is affirmations with anything in life. Affirmations. Oh, um, I wanted to like throw some out in case like people don't really know where to start, but like saying I deserve love, my body deserves love. Being skinny doesn't make me good. Being overweight doesn't make and me bad. And that's like another thing that I think, um, like I said, it sounds silly at first until you say it enough yeah. times and you start to believe mm-hmm. it like oh well, and, and those does. things work like people say smile and you'll be yeah. happy like tell yourself i'm a good kind person like i deserve to be treated with love and respect like tell yourself, i mean i tell myself i tell myself all the time money will come to me that's what i tell myself that just reminded like, me of, <laughs> because like when i get stressed like, about finding it like you can tell yourself anything and make it come true yeah that just reminded me of the half marathon in philly there was a guy you know there was a part where we were running one way and like the people who were like at the very front were already running in the Mm -hmm. other direction and there was one guy who was he was literally like in the very front and he was like guys like yelling at us who are running he's like everyone just smile you know just you just gotta smile makes the pain go away trust me i was like <laughs> I was like, what is this guy on? But then it's true though, because like there's not on that run at all, but on other ones I've just kind of put on a good song and I'm like smiling and then I forget that like, oh my god, my legs feel like jello. Mm. You know? So it just I just think that, that that's yeah. a good example. Well kinda with how, that, like, like my best like mind over matter quote, I guess. Um I think this is a quote from Ellen DeGeneres, but it's just how to get a bikini body, put a bikini on your body. Like <laughs> like like how to be skinny to say you're skinny like you know what I mean like just feel good yeah who cares yeah. I love thanks it. um and then one last thing um so I did say before like put on clothes that make you feel good another thing that makes I mean do anything that makes you feel good like I say do the walk do the yoga um for me yeah. listening to music and dancing it out is the best way so we actually we made a playlist that will also link on our website again which is just www.lovemyselfpodcast.com we made a playlist songs that make me love myself um and so it's just songs that are going to make you feel good and make you you have the song on there love myself oh hey gonna love myself. i hope so yeah i mean that would be really i added a lot we have to add a little bit more but by the time this episode goes up um Wait, it'll be on it'll be on i website. have like the amount of like play like mini playlists I've made of that. So like I have so much to go off of, don't you worry. I'll get my hands on that and it'll be the perfect playlist. Okay. Fire. You're welcome. Also, me and Danielle, sorry, shout out Danielle. We made a, a really epic like sad songs playlist just to counteract that. So if you ever want to sit in your field. I have a playlist. It's called Bad. What is yours called? It's called Oh wait, hold on. It's like some cause I said this one day, I was like, that's a really cool name. Hold on baddie saddies get it because like you're bad you're a badass but like you're... mine's called well i have a sad person one it, my sad playlist is called songs of gloom and doom <laughs> but i actually is it doom and gloom or gloom and doom dude i've never heard that before in my life right, whatever but these are like the most epic sad songs also i saw a tweet once and this is what inspired the playlist the tweet was um hold on this is really important and it's really freaking funny it's really funny Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Um, the t- <laughs> no, it was, it was an Instagram of a tweet, but it's 
some bitch's only personality trait is listening to Falling by Harry Styles on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that to her. I was like, yo, this should be the cover of like a podcast about sad songs. And then we just made it. Nice. So. <laughs> we'll look that one up too for when you're on the reverse side of the playlist. Okay. You're welcome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you guys got some good tips and maybe this will spark um, some conversation with your friends or, you know, yeah. anybody. And I have a feeling this won't be the last time we talk oh, about something yeah. like this. Yeah. I agree. I do think it's super important and I hope you guys, I, I guess just kind of, I guess I'll rapid fire, just your takeaways, the big thing to do when you're feeling this way, um, just distraction. But eventually, um, you know, why are you feeling that way? Kind of figure out what's causing that. If you find a root cause, see what you can do to kind of get rid of that in your life. Um, Affirmations are great. Vision boards, music. Okay, so we wanted to, well, we want to every episode play some sort of like game or something at the end. But for today, we decided to just crowdsource some questions based on the topic that we talked about. We feel like Obviously, we've talked a lot about of our experiences, so we wanted to kind of talk about what some other people are going through. Um, so the first question, I think we're going to start low and go high. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know what you meant by that. I thought you – we oh, okay. one of our guys <laughs> went, like, down at the bottom of the list. I was like, why? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. We have, like, one question. Uh, the first question is, like, a – feeling bad about yourself and the other two are like when you feel more confident. So the first question we asked was, when is a time that you remember not feeling good about yourself? So um, the first answer we got, I spent a lot of my young adult life feeling bad about myself. I put a lot of value on my physical appearance. And if I didn't feel skinny or my skin wasn't clear, I had zero confidence. That's something we didn't really talk about. A lot of people have like a lot of issues with their skin. I know you're like the you're like I've been there. I my <laughs> friends know that I'm so obsessed with skincare because I am that is me to a T. I hate acne. I recently got rid of all of mine. Um, I would love to do an episode and talk about that, but uh, I get that. Like anytime there's a pimple on your face, I feel like you're aware of it all day, and like even if nobody even sees it, you're like, no, it's t-. well, that's like the spotlight effect right? Yeah. It's like a psychological term. I you think, think everyone's looking at it and really nobody even noticed till you said something. Yeah. And I think the other thing too is like you kind of feel gross because pimples are kind of gross. Like they're oily. They, they like crack. They, you know, like whatever mm. they do on your skin, like they feel gross. And I think that also has a lot to do with it too. But I get it, girl. I'm right there with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you want me to read the one? I- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is another answer to the same question. Um, I distinctly remember feeling bad about myself not too long after graduating college. I realized that I gained a lot of weight and wasn't as involved in all the physical activity that I'm used to and also was dealing with breaking things off with someone who I had strong feelings for. All of those Oof. things happening at once just made me feel my lowest and not like myself despite the many positive things that may have been happening in my life. You know, that's – there's like a study that was done about like even just like one negative thing and how 10 positive things need to happen in order to like make up for that one thing. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I know. And that's that's sad. I'm familiar with the feeling of like one thing being really bad and then you continually going down a list or like you're, you're so easy. It's so easy to then make a list of all the bad things, you know, because you're like, oh, yeah. well, 
this sucks. And then you just, you're like, well, and this sucks too, you know? So, but yeah. I, I think this one um, is also, I relate to, because I, I think that the period um, for me of transitioning out of college was very difficult and I yeah. it's difficult for everyone. And I think the weight gain, like going back. Yeah. Cause you know, you're not the same person you were when you went from high school to college and well, even if you, like, move to an office job, like, all of a sudden you're sitting all day. Yeah, it, it, and I think y- you may try to get back into working out now that you have, like, a routine and then you're not as in the same shape as you were when you were younger. It's, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard to um, – and then it's, it's also hard because you're, you're starting a new, like, job and that's, like, a new routine. And or if, I mean, if you're lucky enough to have a job, maybe other people right. do other things, but – it, I just think it's such a hard transition because you're living one way for four years and it's kind of, I don't know, at least my time in college wasn't really all that hard. Like, I didn't have a crazy schedule most of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I did things that took up a lot of my time, but they were all things that weren't really high pressure, like things that I really enjoyed. So I never really felt like I was struggling, although my friends did. And I think that that caused me to have a really hard transition. I just think it's a really hard transition in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So the next one, there are often times when I don't feel good about myself. If my face breaks out, if I gain weight, I also sometimes sit in front of the mirror and pick out things I don't like about myself, which is so unhealthy. But then I remind myself of the things I'm so lucky to have, my perfect health being one of them. Yeah, I'm not the skinniest or the fittest and my skin isn't perfect, but I wake up every day being able to breathe on my own, eat on my own, walk, talk, etc. It's the simple things that are often taken for granted, but the most important ones. Wow, I love that one. Well, I hate sitting in front of the mirror and picking out things you don't love about yourself that's what I was saying earlier just walk away from the mirror (laughs) walk away um but I'm glad that that one turned positive and that's also what we were talking about today like how just amazing your body is and you know so that's um that one turned out great okay I'm happy with that (laughs) a lot too just kind of being like yo you may not think you're cute right now but you're here though you're breathing could you imagine if you weren't then that wouldn't even be a problem so yeah yeah I mean I like that one too. Um, Okay. The next one is, there were times I ripped through my closet to find an outfit because everything felt too tight, not sitting right, etc. I began to not like going out at all and hated my body in almost every outfit. It was definitely a low point for me, but it also motivated me. Oh, I feel that. Yeah. That one's like... The days when it's just like nothing. Nothing is here. (laughs) I have like a like a big like event maybe we're going to like ac or we're going to a concert or we had like a huge plans to go to the bar and we were like gonna take pictures and then like that day i feel gross and like i can't fit in my jeans and i'm just like and i don't want to go out like i hate that but it's hard it's hard but it, it can be motivating like i definitely think um, when I know well, that's when I'm that's when I'm grateful for the outfits like jump like flowy jumpsuits or like yeah. the long maxi dresses, you know. I think, <laughs> I think even if it almost drives you insane, um, going through your closet and at least finding something you you even almost just like it that you're in, yeah, it, it's, it's like a win. Like you kind of have to be like, all right. You know? I know, but like those times, I get so irrational. You know, like I look oh. at something, I'm like, "This is hideous!" Like yeah, it's like, "Brooke, you bought it that. last week." Like, I, but it's I just everything goes out the window. I remember being like, "Oh, I, I prom." I literally hated my makeup. I cried so hard. Oh, my mom, I was you like, took oh, your makeup off, didn't you? I took it all off ten minutes before I had to leave. 
And you got it done, like professionally done. But I, I missed pictures. Like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I missed like a time with my friends where I could have not been worrying about. I remember and that. My mom. So I always used to like. I loved like playing around with makeup and hair, and I feel like I was always the one like doing all your guys's makeup. I, same thing happened mm-hmm. in college. Like I made friends who were like, I don't know what to do. Can you do my eyeshadow? Like yours looks fire. So that's just because I liked, I liked it. And in my senior year of high school, I. I was I went to get it professionally done because I thought it would look amazing. And the one thing I said to them, I was like, "Listen, I'm really pale. I know that about myself. I like that about myself. Can you just not make me orange?" And guess mm. what? They made me orange. And I don't know <laughs> the thing of like I'm just really particular, and I probably didn't. I definitely it it definitely like I definitely didn't even look that bad. I probably just freaked out. But yeah. My, my I mean, you're very fair skinned for anyone that doesn't know. So like a little bit goes a long way. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. You. And yeah. I learned that and I knew that. And that was the thing. My mom was like, you should have just done it yourself. Like you always do it so, so well. But I like wanted, you know. Thanks, mom. Too little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, that was just funny because like literally 10 minutes, I, I get home, I go into the bathroom. I'm hysterical. I'm like, I got so upset. And I, my mom's like, oh, no, because I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I'm like, I'm so ugly. And I'm in the I'm in the bathroom, like, rip, like washing my face. Uh, my date walks into the living room at my house. Oh, my God. Like, They're like, Nick's here. And I'm like, I don't want to go to prom. <laughs> so, yeah, I can Jeez. release. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember, like, texting you being like, are you coming? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, looking back, though, it's such a big lesson of, like, was it worth it? No, like, it wasn't. Like, I honestly, like, I, I'm i upset that I missed, like, I'm not in some of the pictures. Right. And, like, I would have rather had something to look back on than, like, mm-hmm. not, I, like, let myself kind of, you know, ruin the day for myself. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I definitely can relate. It's, like, really hard when you when you're just not in the right mindset and, like, yeah. not is working and you're just getting more and more frustrated it's like yeah you kind and that's of, like that's kind of crazy that that happened the day you look forward to like for a, a while you know what I mean like high school prom like it's so hyped up and like <laughs> and I just felt like the whole day was a disaster uh, so but it's okay I look back and I just I think of how that one day isn't like my whole co- like high school career right, right? like Huh. Bitch, I was almost homecoming queen. <laughs> oh yeah, homecoming you were almost bigger. homecoming queen. That was a way bigger like moment for me. I had such a cute dress for that. I was like, oh, yeah. And yeah. prom queen was kind of dumb anyway. Like teachers picked it the yeah. day of prom, right? Versus like homecoming was like you had to be nominated by your peers and like voted by your peers. And I went so hard. I put up so many signs. They were like, you literally can't put up signs all over the walls. Like you need to leave room for other people. I was like, nobody told me that. There's still a Twitter for you. I made you a Twitter. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. We made we made a meme before memes were cool. We took yeah. Care. Oh my god. Hold the phone. <laughs> wait. Yeah. We were. Wait. We we. we sh- we are late to our own career. Are you joking? Wait, we literally took a picture. This was 2013. We took a picture, a black 2012. photo of the Queen of England and put Carly for Queen in like the meme. When did memes? Hold on. We did, It was 2012, by the way, not 2013. Because it was the fall. Memes became popular I mean, memes- in 2015. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 
we created the meme. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who created? Wow, I forgot that. Really, yeah, it was the Queen of England, and we put Carly for Queen. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Anyway. We peaked. We peaked in high school. Anyway. Yeah, seriously. Just kidding. Um okay, so next question. Uh when do you feel most empowered? So the first answer. When I'm around my friends who are all strong, independent women who are great at what they do, just being around them makes me so proud and blessed to be in the presence of such amazing people. They also motivate me to be the best version of myself. F That's yeah. So cute. I love that. Yeah, I agree. My friends yeah. make me feel good about myself. If you don't have friends that make you feel that way, then you need new friends. Yes. Anyway. I agree. Um, (laughs) Trying on a dress slash outfit for a specific occasion that isn't just an everyday outfit and loving the way it looks. Whether it's in the dressing room or at the mall, I get a sensation of empowerment. Like, yes, all the hard work is paying off. Yeah, that's cool. That's Uh, cool when you have – you're on a weight loss journey and you finally, like – maybe try on something that was way too small for you and like then you know you you feel good in it you feel confident in it well that's me like I never liked going clothing shopping ever uh obviously because I was always overweight and it just wasn't fun and everything I liked I would try on and I'd be like this is for skinny people um but anyway I can totally relate to that because when I first had to shop for a wedding dress like not (laughs) not as a bride as a guest (laughs) like a wedding guest but like you know it's a nice dress that you don't often wear like Mm -hmm. oh my god it was the best day of my life I was like everything looks good like I'm confused um and so that was awesome it's kind of not really a you problem that's like a fashion industry problem problem i mean yeah it tends to make it it like it's a you problem yeah because also it's hard to like try on a large and it's too small like holy like what i mean i used to feel good when i I used to a pantsuit was like my big girl outfit like that's what made me feel good when i was like i feel like those flattered me really well i i actually really got into those i think they make me look really tall which i love but you know i like i obsess over my shoes like yeah, I don't I'm care about shoes. I'm so – I – please. <laughs> I All right. Okay, next one. Um, shout out to any Penn State students or More. alum. This one's for you. <laughs> I felt the most empowered after participating in THON and standing for 46 hours straight without sitting or sleeping. Holy crap. The entire time, my mind was telling me I couldn't do it and needed to give up. It physically felt impossible to keep going at times, but somehow my body worked miracles, and as delirious and painful that experience was, it proved how powerfully resilient the human body can be. Hell yeah. After accomplishing that, I really felt like I could do anything I set my mind to, even if my mind was telling me I couldn't. That's pretty badass. I, like I have not whole, stood up for 46 hours straight. I like the whole – oh, my God, yeah, that's – it's unbelievable. I like the – like the little theme in here of like your your head's telling you to stop and – but you, you – like you kept going and obviously like your mind's telling you to stop because that's your survival mode. Like it's telling you like, yeah. hey <laughs> – we're not supposed to be doing this, but yeah, I feel like, well, that's how many times on a run have well, you felt like you couldn't I'm keep going? Yeah. You, you can talk right back to that voice and say like, no, 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 like this is important. We're going to do this. And like, that's so cool. I like that that's in there because your mind is really super, super powerful. It's not even, yeah. your body can work miracles, but your body can't work miracles unless. Yeah. You know that song, um, 10% look, 80% skill, like whatever. Most, like, I think one of them says mental right yes (laughs) but i was just saying that you're like you can't your body can't work any miracles if your mind isn't telling you it can yeah 
So there you go. All right, right, next one. Next one is I feel the most empowered when I am teaching. Aw, shout out teachers. Um, As a teacher, I feel strong, confident, capable, and empowered when I'm shaping young minds. But when I'm given the opportunity to teach my peers and superiors at workshops, I feel the most empowered. Yeah, that that must be nice. Like that's that sounds. It's it's also just cool to feel like you're doing good work and you're like you're you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you're doing it wholeheartedly and and it's it's a cool feeling to be like super present in those moments it's nice yeah yeah love that yeah and shout out to teachers public service we love you yeah we appreciate you um next one simple crossing things off my to-do list getting things accomplished yes i am one of those people i have a planner i write to-do lists i write everything down and when i cross that off yeah that feels good there's nothing like writing it down and crossing it off. That's why I, I, I also put stuff online, but like nothing like crossing it off, I'm telling you. Do you know what I did the other day that I said, told my team at work and they like laughed at me, but also like leave me alone. Um, sometimes if I like start a day, say I'm like already at work for an hour and I've done some things, but then I like realize, okay, I have to make a to-do list. Sometimes I'll put the things that I already did on there oh. so I can cross them off. Wait, no, that's actually when I – I forget which book I read this summer. Excuse me. I read a few, and one of them, like, was about, like, habits, you know, whatever, yeah. positive people, one of those kind of books. Mm-hmm. And one of them was – it. that's a, a tactic, like, to make yourself more motivated to finish the other things. Because if you're like, oh, like, if you have seven things to do, but you write – three things down that you already did and cross them off like now you're already 30 percent of the way done versus zero percent yeah well we you know all know I mean we have a psychologist who comes in and talks to us about like she does like organizational stuff so she helps us Love with that. all of she meets with us once, once a month and tells us how to be like a company um, wow that's my like dream job she was saying she was like if you have like a task that keeps getting um that seems to never be crossed off your list like you seem to keep carrying it over week over week it's because you haven't broken it up into smaller tasks yet um and you you aren't getting too specific so she was like I literally will put like time on my calendar to think about a meeting and not just put the meeting on there like I'll put all the steps of of, of that on my list of things to do um and that's like really helpful so actually I was doing it right so (laughs) Okay, uh, I love this next one. Leave um, it for us. It's me. Ha <laughs> ha. I feel most empowered when I conquer things people say I can't because I am female. For example, when I go to work every day in a room full of men, instead of feeling intimidated, I feel empowered. Like, ha, bitch, you thought I couldn't be here. <laughs> I love that. Can you know my snaps? I'm really happy. Um, that's why I was going to – I'm going to make a shirt for the marathon and I'm going to put tell me I can't on it. On the back. Well, I actually, this question made me want to ask you because I know, so we're recording today's Friday. Tomorrow, I think, is it worldwide that the women's march is tomorrow? Yeah. Like, is it in every city yeah, tomorrow? Everywhere. Did you want to just give like a little quick thing about like your experience when you went? Yeah, I cry every year. It's amazing. Um, I went two years ago. I went to the past two yeah. years in Philly. Um, it's really nice. I mean, in Philly, they have it on the art museum uh set up it's like on the that parkway there um and it's really just um everybody all women men getting together and just kind of um recognizing where we're at and how far we still really need to go and 
um it's just really it's an it's an empowering thing it's like cool to see women and like girls of all ages like showing up to something and like we all have that in common of like I just feel like we all have very common experiences we've all felt we've all walked into a room and not seen another woman to just look at and be like yeah girl like we're both here you know we've all been treated a certain way because of we were a girl like it's just every single one of us had that experience so it's very like for me I get really emotional I get really like I literally will stand in the whole crowd and just be like crying it's like so unnecessary (laughs) but it's emotional it is because it's like it's not easy and um it's not easy to feel at least like you're not in you're not the one in power in certain situations and it's something that you don't really forget so yeah i'm gonna share some of like the really good posters and stuff there's always like online yeah, after well, so i'll post them on our twitter so feel free to look back my at favorite our one i've ever seen was so many problems so little cardboard i was like <laughs> <laughs> that one was like my absolute well that's the cool thing in philly they put them all on the fence so everybody like will march and then they put um like there's like a fence along the parkway, like a little one, and they everybody sticks their sign like in the fence. So mm. when you're walking there, even when it's all over, like towards the middle of the day, um, they're all still up. So it's like really, it looks like a mural sort of. And oh, they also have like speakers and stuff. People um, give like um, speeches, and and they it's almost like a rally sort of. So they they chant things. It's like really nice. And then you can get your pussy hat. <laughs> and it's just nice it's just like I I think the other thing that kills me is like there's really young girls there and then there's like women my mom's age and we're all just like yeah bitch we're going through it like you know well I think last year I saw a picture of like an older woman and she had a sign it was like I can't believe like I'm still I'm still here like yeah (laughs) and I was like yeah that's so true it feels like a it feels like an alliance. Like if it, you feel when you leave, you're like, yeah, like we're going to keep doing this. It's still going to keep happening. Like I'm going to bring my daughter to these things, but at least, you know, we're all on the same page. It just feels it's like a night. It's nice. I liked it. Yeah. It's really fun. All right. Well, we'll move on. This is our last question. Uh, what do you do to hype yourself up? <laughs> so I, I love that. Uh, the first answer i literally talk to myself out loud or i do that a lot um or in my head to hype myself up and i also pray love that i talk to myself all the time in my head (laughs) same if i'm in the car like out loud for sure oh yeah yeah yeah, definitely i'm like my own best friend here um (laughs) the one the next one is music 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 lizzo has been the move lately i know exactly who this is (laughs) you don't actually i don't no it's not who I think it is? No. Okay, fine. I'll finish it. Sorry. Also, giving myself enough time to get ready is key. That's – Yes. That's, that's like the good. best. When you have five hours oh to do a face mask, take a bubble bath, paint your nails. Like, oh, that is the best. In a robe, like eat oh God, cheese yeah. and grapes off your fingers. Like that's the best. That's, yeah, I agree. That, and I don't eat grape off my fingers, by the way. That's a joke. <laughs> really weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, yeah. Lizzo has been the move for everyone, I feel. She's just icon. 
Um, yeah. Okay. For me, it's less about getting hype and more about checking in with myself and finding comfort and peace within myself. Okay, getting real here. When I'm going yeah, well. to perform or speak in front of my colleagues, I press, practice rhythmic breathing, okay, to reduce my nervous yeah. heart rate and relax my mind and encourage myself with empowering I am phrases such as I am confident, I am intelligent, I am capable, I am talented. You just thank have a you, pro Yeah. Here. Thank you for summing up the podcast in yeah, two I'm sentences. Yeah, <laughs> take our job okay <laughs> next one um that was just beautiful yeah well well old. well done I, you next could probably one. guess who that one was too just because the way it was written oh i know who it is yeah um i remind myself of all the things i've accomplished thus far all the things i like about myself and the things others like about me as well also throwing on a pair of heels and a cute outfit makes me feel good yeah pair of heels do something else i, I like personally sorry i know there's one more but i just thought of this i really like bumping like cardi b and just like mm. like dancing in my mirror and going like hey yes you oh uh, oh uh, bitch go girl like you know what i mean so when i was younger i don't know if you did this or whatever i'm just whatever i used to help myself up all the time by listening to my ipod putting it in my pocket like and have it you know it's awkward because you actually have headphones with a string right but i yeah. would look at myself in my mirror and dance mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. like hours and like when I when we used to go school shopping at the beginning of the year, the week before, every single night, I'd be awake trying on every outfit and dancing to at least one song in the outfit in front of the mirror. And that's why you ran through the halls of school, <laughs> loud, obnoxious. <laughs> but like that hyped me up. And I because I it was when I was younger, like I used to think I wanted to be like an actress and in music videos and stuff. So it made sense that I practiced. I hope yeah, somebody else did that. If you did, let me know. Dude, I did. You know, I did. I'm glad. I had a microphone. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted I to the say hand, what? the hand microphone. Oh, I had so many different. My I had an actual karaoke machine. Also, really quick, funny. I don't know if I should share this now. I'm Thank gonna I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Uh-huh. Um, oh, but I want to say this one said throwing on a pair of heels and like the best thing I think is when you're wearing heels and you walk across a floor where it's like, you know, you hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. I mean, I, I don't know if I fully – it depends on the pair because sometimes I'm, like, not doing You're good. You're not really a heels gal. Yeah, I'm, like, the big emo boots. Like yeah. The big, yeah. That, that for me, that's, like, my equivalent, I guess. Okay. Last one. <laughs> Play pump-up music, ask friends for advice. Oh, you know what? That's actually um, – I – love the ask friends for advice like I feel like you could just drop in your like girls group chat like yo hype me up and your friends will be like girl you look so cute and like whatever but me and um I don't know if I I think I already said this but me and um, my friend from college used to send like each other videos for like when we were sitting in the car and like didn't want to go into the gym and <laughs> I would like you would send like you get a video from me and I'd be like listen Brooke I know you're feeling down. I know you're tired. I know it's cold out and you don't want to step into the gym. But guess what? You made a promise. Like just something oh, so goodness. like stupid and intense. Like we know you already have the most amazing body. But how do you keep that? You go into the gym. <laughs> like we used to just like – and they're like the best videos ever. I go back and play them sometimes because they're just so funny. Yeah, I mean on it, friends are the – yeah, a great way to hype yourself up. I remember so – I cheered in college and when we were in Daytona beach for NCAA nationals and like, (laughs) this is just such a funny girl thing. Like we were all taking pictures and stuff. And for one of my friends, like we, to take the picture, we literally like blew like air into her face. So her hair (laughs) 
like <laughs> moved in the photo. And it's so funny because there's somebody took a picture of us taking a picture and five <laughs> girls around her going. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Like, I mean, if you're not feeling good, like odds are one of your friends has to be in a good mood. Yeah. So just hit up all your friends and be like, yo, hype me up, man. Yeah. Like that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if you're, like, about to go on a date, be like, guys, hype me up. Like, send <laughs> them your it. outfit, like, and, the, and, and they'll help you up. Hype me up, fam. I'm going skiing tomorrow. I'm really scared. Hype me up, fam. Oh, you're you're going to – Carly, have you – you're going to crush it. I, you saw the video that I posted last time of you, and you, you were there on the slopes going with everybody right? else. Oh, yeah, yeah, hmm? yeah. 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 I fell, but this. guess what? You, you're going to crush it. It's going to snow tomorrow. There's going to be such fresh snow. Hopefully as not. long as there's nobody there. Okay. There's gonna probably going to be a lot of people. but Oh, yeah. It's a holiday weekend. Mm, good luck. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, thanks. We want to do more stuff like this. So maybe keep an eye on our Instagram stories. We'll put up some questions. Yeah. Again, listen to our playlist that we made on Spotify. It's on our website, which, again, website, lovemyselfpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, lovemyselfpodcast, Twitter, at lovemyselfpod. That's all the things. We love you. Yeah. Love you. Yeah, this is really fun. Thanks. Thanks, Carly. And I'm so glad we we had a nice we had a nice moment today too. So I'm just glad to have you here. Did we really? Well, I I don't know. I thought reflecting on our like I kind of forgot about that conversation we had once upon a time. Yeah. So I, that was kind of nice to reflect on. And hopefully I feel like that's a big issue with friends. I think a lot of people don't want to talk about. So hopefully, like I said, we'll spark some combos. Heck yeah. yeah. So thanks again, guys. We love you. Check us next thanks. week. Um, every Monday we put out new episodes. So yeah. Bye. Bye.